<laughs> Check that off. Well, this came out just before our, England's entrance into World War II. Right. Yeah. So, so the the box office the first week at least really profited off of that. You know what I mean? Like you know was, who doesn't profit the, off of anything so far, Carl? Are the newsies. Right, because the news are on the on the sands, they're on the bus. Right? I don't need to read it. I nearly got run over by it. <laughs> Christmas turkeys are all hanging out in the open air. Yeah. The world on the brink of war. See, see these people holding the signs. Do you think it's like the last movie we watched? This is an impressionistic movie. So they're holding news. Instead of saying eat at Joe's, they're like, war is coming. It's all like, it's over the top. I get it. I want to hear people talk. It's a soundy, isn't it? It is a soundy, and it's in the public domain, Mike. Just let it rip. Okay. Sometimes the studio uh, rats get upset. The mice in the studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so right. this guy is um, a famous guy named uh, Raymond Massey, and he's known for his thick voice and everything. Uh, and he's going to be our hero throughout the movie because we'll see his descendants. We'll see, you know, he'll be an ancestor to the future. That's kind of cool. So that's how they were able to tell a story about the future is that it's a man and then his kids. Right. Now, this guy is the person who's supposed to let us know in the story, ah, I don't give a fuck all about war. A couple of people battling miles away, you know. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with him. Now, Wells is a British dude, right? Did, or yes. he wrote this in a, so. Yeah, this whole film is English. Gotcha. <laughs> Man. Oh, come on, it's Christmas. No, hell, no. Are you saying it's a British A, B, C, D, E, F, G? H I J K M N O P Q R. I don't get it. Why don't you say the L? Because that song has is a Noel. Oh, that's that's the Christmas Carol. It's a no. It's a Noel. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's. I, I learned that from a comic strip. Look! Look! Now here we have Christmas, and what comes to mind when I look at this scene is Christmas, 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 <laughs> Christmas, 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 Christmas. You know what I. Oh, what I noticed? Christmas. It's Christmas. Oh, Carl. Hey, uh, Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you, Mike. Let me be the first in 2023 to wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, Carl. Let me be the second, but I'm still the same person. To right. Wish you Merry Christmas. Merry oh, Christmas. well. Thank you, Michael. Let me be the third. <laughs> how are we doing this math? Oh, all right. Is it third time or third? Okay, look how serious he is. You know, war, he's all serious about the war. But, like, he's not a bummer about it. Well, I mean, the kid has a little can war cannon, and yes. the whole streets are covered about war, so. It's just trying to be realistic. Like, he's the realistic one. Now, the old fogey sitting in the chair, he already did his bit. He's supposed to say, my, how things have changed since I was a lad. <laughs> I wonder what the future will bring. All right. 
So what do we do? We like wait eighty years? Are they gonna do like animation? They'll see trees blossom and then the leaves fall, then the tree gets bulldozed. There will be some camera tricks that I suspect are animation, but no, not that way. But yeah, you'll have these long look look look. They turn the lights off. (laughs) Were there light were there candles on that Christmas tree? That and it's weird. Right, because you can't you can't focus other than the fact the tree's going to catch on fire. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, here's to a new year and many future years of living trees. Oh, I have a song. He, uh, old lang and things to come. Right? Is that where the the phrase comes from? Old lang I don't know. I don't know. How do you even say it? Old a u l d. Right. Yeah, and then you know, Anzine. Alan Sherman has a version. It goes, It was a man, his name was Lang, and he had a neon sign. And Mr. Lang was very old, so they called it Old Lang Sign. <laughs> Alan Sherman, not me. Yeah, he was my son, the folk singer. He, yeah, my son. I love that, that record. He did like a medley, and I only remember the medley's version. Okay, so now it's like, why are there air raid sirens? And then the guy who was like, war, fuck all war, is like, you don't think they're close, do you? So now we're (laughs) hearing on the radio. We interrupt this Ryan Seacrest morning drive (laughs) zoo show to bring you war. (laughs) Oh, thank God. Stay tuned to be very scared. We're going to scare you now with war. I heard it on the non-visual radio of the present. <laughs> where did you hear about the war? Do you remember where you were when you first heard about it? I was in front of my non-visual <laughs> one-way communications device. One-way communicator, radio device. Disseminating the fact. Doesn't the Brits have, like, a, a tax? Like, if you have a radio, you have to pay a tax to the government? Like a TV tax? I don't know. Teletax? <laughs> a teletax machine? No, no, like, if you had a telly, a television, mm-hmm. you would have to pay, like, I don't know. For teletax. Teletax. I can't believe they attacked the war. Yeah, right. I guess I was wrong. I can't believe this is considered a movie. <laughs> what? It's. I guess the camera's moving in front of them. That's a good trick. I take it yeah. back. Hello, Dolly. <laughs> yes, hello, Dolly. I, I feel like as a director, you're just so distant and always just backing away. What's funny is H. G- <laughs> That's good. Mike. What's funny is H. G. Wells was started to direct this film, and then they yes. were like, "No, you suck. No, dude." That's- that's one thing. Writing. He was alive during 1940, right? 36? Oh, yeah. He was all over this film. He wrote it. And he was, they respected him so much, he had to prove everything. And that's unheard of for a writer. Right. But um, when they first started, he was the director. And he just didn't know how to do it, you know. So. You guys stand over there. No, no. Okay. I guess I must have missed it during all the credits. But H.G. Wells himself wrote or co-wrote this movie yes wrote it yeah wrote it wrote it 
He wrote the screenplay. Um, Exterior, street, people <laughs> holding signs saying war is coming. Exterior. Jasmine, he was mostly science fiction novelization, you know that, but he also yeah. wrote nonfiction stuff. And like he wrote this, well, as a book, he wrote it like as if you were re you found some journal from a guy who was a diplomat years ago in the ages of old, you know. Wow, look at this war again. We just got rid of. It's like World War One is coming to England. Can you imagine? But you're right about that. You know, it's really interesting how they, when they go into the future, they predict it, but they retain the 1930 sensibility. You'll see what it is. The yeah, I know what you're talking about. System, the manner. I, yeah. I do enjoy that. I do enjoy seeing what the future looks like but it's based on what the present was. So, you know, there's shed yeah. carpeting intentionally or not, or right. know, they, their airplanes are basically trains that float or whatever. Yeah, Logan's Run looks like the 70s. Yeah. Barbarella looks like the 60s. But that's part of the fun of it, is that it's the now take of what the future is. Mm -hmm. But when you watch it again, you're like, well, that's the 60s take of the future. <laughs> yeah. So their take is really interesting, they get a few things. Do they get it right? I don't know. There was another war. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> that one was pretty easy. No, like, for instance, you're going to see flat screen TVs. You're going to see helicopters, and there were no helicopters at this time. You're going to see, like, them making tunnels, and it's like a squirrel, whirly screw. Like, things that they didn't have. You're going to see a Segway in really? it. Really? Yeah. Um, we call those um, embarrass yourself of naders. You get on there and you feel shame. We predicted the segue. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't have to touch the ground. Your sadness will guide you throughout the, the park tour. <laughs> oh my God, that's a segue. Well, like you really have to be, I don't know. To be on a Segway tooling around when there aren't any others around, like, you got to feel a little, I don't know, there's something going on there. I'm not saying, either, I'm no. not saying you're autistic, I'm not saying you're a narcissist, oh. I'm not saying you're, something's going on. I think it's kind of cool, like, I've seen people on hoverboards, you know. That is super cool, though. But I'm not, they don't literally hover. They have like a, there's a middle wheel, oh, and oh, 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 you you kind of balance yourself on it, and you roll down, and it's pretty cool. It's I don't like skateboarding. If, if I see a Segway, I'm not going to judge. I mean, it's it's so old school too. It's like having a TiVo. Check it out. <laughs> I have a TiVo. Well, okay, that's cool. Look out for those shadows, little so boy. Look out for the shadows was, of war. Yes, we saw the guy who was fuck all like now telling his kids you got to do your part and. Yeah, children marching around like a soldier. You saw how it cast the shadows. Exterior, show the same scene. Oh yeah, see, and they did go to the tunnel. How about that? But you see how like their World War Two is the entrance into World War One. Wait a second, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. The Germany went into World War Two in any second now. But you see how they're still World World War One mindset with the helmets and yeah, the trenches. Mm-hmm. Well, not trenches, but this, like, this piece of equipment, you know, it's like a super gun. Do you think those World War One references, it's just over the top? 
No, I mean, that's their perspective. If there's a world war, we're going to have to have gas masks. I was Won't they be using gas? You know, that's their perspective. They I, just, I was making a joke. Over the top oh. is a World War One term. Because you go oh. over the top of the, the trench. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Trench mouth. Yeah, trench mouth. That's another World War One term. Trench mouth. Is that yeah. like people would get sick? You'd be in the trenches and you, your breath would stink. <laughs> yeah, no. they got horrible. There was horrible disease in there. That's what they're one. worried about back then. Breath. Oh come on, oh. please! Haven't you seen that that movie, nineteen seventeen? Aren't you learned? <laughs> I did. It's see fucking that. hell. You know, yeah, I look. was, I was like, it, they said like, it's going to be all one shot, right? And I was like, oh, that's so pretentious. But when you watch the film. Like it's seamless in that yeah, way. Yeah, very seamless. Yeah. No, they did. It's a really good job. I mean, it's also oh, a this journey is a for falling bricks area. Oh yeah, we're not really gonna bomb it. Well, this is cool. Look at these models. Yeah. Give, you give can me tell that blanket. Oh. They're getting gas masks. This is pretty devastating. Yeah. She's Michael. Look at that scene. War is hell. Listen, if I had a things to come DVD player and I go to the menu, I'll skip the war part. I'll be like, I do not want that thing to come. Skip. <laughs> you know, they're superimposing the explosions lots of times. Have you noticed? Yeah. They tend to, I can't tell if it's the same shot or it's just an extension of the shot. Oh, that right. guy had a top hat. I think it's just the same set. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is pretty cool. Well, don't worry. No we're going to fast forward to 1966 soon enough. So, Oh, am I ready? Oh, London, 1966? Oh, yeah. It's got lots of hippies, acid trips. So was like swinging 60s. And like we saw, what was that, Space Venus movie? Yeah. The it was girl like, from Starship Venus. The girl right? from Starship Venus. It was shot in London in Piccadilly okay, Square. Wait, dead kid, wait. Dead kid. Oh, no. Yeah, this is oh. touching the heart. Wow. That kid was paid $4.6 million to pretend he was sleeping without moving his chest. He but never received the money. They destroyed my entire model set. The devastation. So what did the Germans do? They wrecked my models. <laughs> right. Look at it, the war of the shadows. Oh, that He's is a super... Wow, look at all this footage. In a boat, scope boaty. Now, look, see, there's a futuristic thing, but what they really did there was sort of took the tanks that already existed. Yeah, right, synced it up. You know, the music's playing now. Beforehand, it was that, in, like, Occidental music, the background mm -hmm. uh, sound effects, you know, like the bombing. And now it switches to music. It's a pretty well put together film. Well, you see, H.G. Wells wanted to have the music recorded in advance and then make the film constructed around the music. It was one of the reasons why he was removed as director. Um, <laughs> really, this guy named Arthur Bliss did the score afterward, you know, in a conventional way. And um, there was a concert suite, and it's still, like, popular in 2015. You know, like, the musical score. It's, it's like some college will do it, you know? Nice. 
And this are the helicopters that they predicted, the black helicopters, no less? No, no. We're still back in 1940, right? Oh, yeah, there we go. We're in the war. Wow, this is crazy. They must have multiplied the image or something. Now, they're propeller planes. And when we go into the future, they'll never leave that. It will see the 1930s mindset. They will always be propeller planes. Well, don't forget, did you ever see Back to the Future 2, where in the future we had TV, uh, TV sets that we talked to and fax yeah. machines in every room? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the we, 90s, right? Yeah, he got fired. Uh, fax came and says, you're well, fired. It's a joke fax, Mom. <laughs> it's a joke <laughs> fax, Mom, yeah. <laughs> now what we're going to have is a dogfight and a rack, and he'll land and hold the dying man and... Man, that's something romantic about dog fights, right? <laughs> yeah. You're up there. The, the whole point is to kill another man in his expensive plane. <laughs> they are, yeah. There, it is very romantic uh, when you see dogs doing it. They, um, oh yeah, they kind of hold each other at a distance. It looks like they're dancing on their hind legs. Yep, and they're sort of connected, like <laughs> like a Lego piece. <laughs> Okay, so here comes the crash. Okay, and roll them. You're acting. Oh, oh, the G-Force. Oh, look. Oh, the model. I know. Here comes another one. Yeah, it's a biplane. He's going to spit on the grave of the guy he killed. It's just my finishing touch. I'm a little psycho. No, no, they're on the same side. They're on the same side. Oh. He's going to rescue. Now, there's no way that guy would have survived. Carl, the plane landed on its wheels. Of course it's going to survive. (laughs) It was right side up. Oh, I'm struggling. The plane pain. The pain of the plane. (laughs) The pain plane. Describe your pain. Pain. Just plain pain. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing fancy. Oh, they're talking. Yeah, it's melodramatic. That is my guess. Yeah, Shakespeare. Now, yeah, Shakespeare, here we go. a cute little girl, okay? And it's one, It's the girl that, like, this guy was trying to bomb and gas, you know? Oh, so no. Now, right. It's just, a, it's just a local farm girl, you know? Here she comes. And he goes, no, no, no. Don't sacrifice your life and give it. I'm dying anyway. Give her mine. And then he'll see the irony in this girl he tried to kill. He's going to die for. Right. The irony. Thank God this movie was lacking irony. This movie hits you over the head with whatever shall become of the blah, 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 blah. You know, he just said, why must we murder ourselves? So it's insane. This war, you know, we're going to get a lot of that. Platitude. We just... I- I mean, really, like, a story-wise, we saw, you know, war happen in London with maybe minimal characters, right? Oh, I mean, there was extras, but yeah. I mean, yeah, like, there was extras, them. but but these guys that are the threat of this movie, they weren't really there during those scenes. It was just no. war. It's right. It's like man against the world, not man against A. Yeah. This whole movie will not have an... A, there'll be a segment in which a guy's, like, looked at as a villain... And we'll get to him soon. Now, do you feel like I haven't read the book? Which can, uh, maybe the book is like this too. 
it is a journal and journals start and then it tells stories and it ends no, it's, but is it's, there like a overarching story to this is there a reason for me to i mean i, I want to watch it to the end but i, I don't want to be disappointed um you will be disappointed. What we're going to see is a saga of what's to come. And it's not really going to wrap up in a... The war's over, Carl, 1945. No, it's not over. It's not over. Wow, it's still happening? Yes, that's right, 1955. Still in 15 war. 15 years. And look, trenches. You see that? Yeah, that's right. In 1955, they're in trenches. Now, you'll see some sock hops, and the Fonz has a cameo. Oh right! In 1960, this movie doesn't make any sense. Oh, it now be... it's no, it's now it's 1960. It's Laverne and Shirley and such. <laughs> <laughs> Look it's at that! Dead guy one. Oh, he's the Invisible Man. They killed him. <laughs> right. He just okay. So now we're like way in the future, and it's 1966. Okay, and the world is a wasteland. So much oh. war, and there'll be disease too. It's still the news, uh, Look, the paper see newspaper. Says, see, it says four pounds sterling. Yeah. To a person in 1936, they'd be like, what the fuck? I mean, that is inflation, you know? But, you know, it's large print, so they, those, they're <laughs> a lot older now. I didn't like that when I saw it. It didn't make sense. Why isn't it a newspaper? Well, he's with, this movie communicates through a lot of signs and a lot of Now look at every town. Look at it. Every town Whoa. is demolished. Hey, what do you want to do? I, I don't same know streets to... we were in before. Yeah. What, what, is it? what is that? Friends out for night? What do you want to do? What oh, no, no, do? go ahead. No, no, it's fine. It's, oh, well, we want to we wanna clean up some rubble. I don't know. I thought I would go over and clean some rubble. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we're gonna just, do you have a broom? I want to sweep the dirt. Hey, man, I, I heard uh, there was a band playing at the uh, bowling alley remains. <laughs> oh, cool. Really? The band's playing at a bowling alley remains? Thought we should <laughs> check that out. <laughs> There's a rave tonight at the the crumbled well. <laughs> oh, cool. I, I, I could pick up a couple items from there. Okay, now, why did a sickness come? I'm not sure. I guess from the gas or something. From I'm war, sure. yeah. 15 yeah, years so of war. What happens in this is you get intently sick, intensely sick, and you, yeah, you didn't intend to get sick. You, your intent, you get intensely sick, and then all of a sudden you wake up and spring out of bed and sort of kind of zombie your way. You're in a lot of pain, but you start walking. What does Dr. Harding think about this? Right. It was terrible. <laughs> How many H.G. Uh, Wells books or movies have you watched or read? Well, um, uh, I read that Time Machine one. I read Leagues Under the Sea, the submarine one. Listen, I think that might be Vern. Oh. Jules Verne. Okay, I don't know. Just I'm certainly the Time Machine. Here he comes. Here's this. He's not really a zombie. Oh, I the, say. The War yeah. of the Worlds. Disease person. Oh no, right. I should have wore a mask. Right, that's where I was going. Now look at this guy. You see this guy? I think he's gonna become our bad guy. I think that's the, one our the bad hat? Guy. The American? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, so he that did guy a... was um, uh, hired because he was a name. So what he's saying is, own oh, a bloodless shot. Uh, damn it! Why was right. we shoot each other in the streets? I need oh my to God, come you up sh- with your. He shot Bob Fosse. Uh, so, two, three, four. So anyway, <laughs> the ba- guy who I think is the bad guy is like rallying the troops. Like, if you see a walking zombie, fucking shoot them. They got the disease. Anyone with the disease, kill them. And like, this will pay off like a decade in the future. But okay. it's a long, painful kill people process. Look, a zombie, bang. Yeah. And you see a zombie, shoot it. Got it. So okay. shoot him in the head. No, I just did that. Now, <laughs> the the love interest here, this film doesn't have heroes and such, except for this one guy. This, sold to us as a love interest, she's got the zombie zap and oh, no. the whammy jammy, and she's going to do it. She's going to get up and start walking. There's a guy on, like, zombie patrol now. Right. So when you see oh, a zombie, 30. shoot him in the, between the eyes. Does that stop them from zombieism? I guess. <laughs> They're dead. Yeah, it's fun. The idea oh, no. is stop the spread of the disease. Now, she's got the zombieitis. I guess, but she's not really a zombie. She's just like fucked up and in pain or something weird. She's sick. Walking around oh, the war toilet. Zombieitis. Scramble. Zombie Scurry. Coming. And then this, the doctor will come out like, don't shoot her, don't shoot her. And then the bad guy will be like, hey, didn't I fucking tell you to shoot these people? And he goes, oh, good wolf. And he does it. There we go. It's Ready? not the doctor. It's the love interest guy. No! Hey, I'm the hey. bad guy around here. Right, I'm the American with the hat. <laughs> A bloodless shooting again without any gun smoke or... Or even noise. I think I heard like a trap pop. <laughs> oh, look at this. No man is ever wrecking the ravages. We're not stopping in 67. We'll stop in 1970. Is, does things pick up in 1970? Like, do they have houses? Well, like, there's a popular show called The Brady Bunch on, and, like, the hippies kind of die out in this period, you know. This is more the me decade, is what you're trying to say. (laughs) Yes, I am. Saturday Night Live gets big. Uh, Right. New Wave is born, although it's not big yet. It's alternative. I see a lot of Cousinarts, Perrier Water, (laughs) and Running Shoes in this scene. That's a good one, Mike. Cousinarts. That's perfect timing. If it's 1970, it's probably like Pet Rocks. Yeah. Hey, it's, look it's at this. Things are coming years. back. And it's, it's descriptions of their services, so I know what a dairyman is. <laughs> <laughs> they, pay, yeah. they spent a lot of money on this, and it was over a million dollars in American money, but they, they did it in sterling pounds, of course. I mean, this is everything in the shot. There's no tricks, right? Do they do maths, you think? Like, the kind of... Well, yeah, like, for instance, during the first war that we saw, um, right. like, they had rum... the building crumble and fall on people, but it was superimposed. But these shots with hundreds of people in the in the square, they're there at the shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sorry, misunderstood. Yeah, this is all practical. But, I, you know but no, no, the explosion part of this. 
Hey, you look, Carl, it's your dad. Your dad's in the shot. Oh, his, look. His butt? I didn't see my dad. Did you? Yeah. You really did? Darn There's it. a little baby back then. <coughs> oh, it's your great-great-grandpa. It's your great-great-grandpa. You made a fluffy. It's, your great, it's right. It's your great-grandfather. Your great-grandfather. Another, like, hey, we got a fucking car. All the same. That engine the only one in the county or whatever. They they manufacture cars now? I guess so. They manufacture no. tanks. No. No. He got a... From this and a part oh. It's like a Cuban special. So we're going to finally go Mad Max in this movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> oh, the donkey's pulling it. There's no tires, Carlos. Well, no. Car. He doesn't have gas at the moment. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> It is kind of stupid. You know, How many horsepower you got? What are you? Are you blind? I got two. There's one right in front of me. I noticed that it was like newspaper, newspaper in the 1970s. Like, hello, radio news, non-visual radio news. Give us 22 minutes. We'll narrate your film. Now that was Ollie Ollie Ox, who you saw, and they're going to set him free. Ollie Oxen free? Mm-hmm. Look at that dome. Is that City Hall? Back in the day. There's, yeah. There's going to be an open mic at the... It's <laughs> cracked <laughs> yeah, like, You know, I'll go to William Briggs. I'll be like, listen, Tuesday's kind of dead, right? Yeah. You, you guys can do a little business on Tuesdays, right? Right. Listen, look, there's a lot of foot traffic. There's soldiers marching. There's, you know, <laughs> people come in. They'll get a drink. Uh Tony B. Do you know Open Micro Tony B? Wait, 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 wait. Do you think that's the same guy who was doing the shooting? I, I think it is. He is wearing a hat, Carl. No, well, no, he's like now the local warlord. And he's warlord. bullying them. I want my planes in the air. We're at war. Warlord. The raging on and, you know. I'm Daddy Warbucks. Is that as oh, the, loud as you can be? Oh, no, I could crank this up. It's not my fault this guy's dull. Yeah. Well, you know, he's going to be a blustering blowhard, but he's not a... He's not an asshole. You get, you know, he does his... A leader. So, they got a sorceress? No. That's <laughs> just his wife. <laughs> This isn't the future that you're thinking of. Yeah. The future, in the future, vampires walk during daylight. All right. And they'd be dressed up all today. I don't yeah. know what that means. But. I mean, for a post-apocalyptic world, everyone's hair is fantastic in this movie. A lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. And that's another thing. Like, they'll always have their 1936 hairstyles. In the future, right. that won't change. Right. Michael Richards had the same haircut in Seinfeld. <laughs> Nothing ever changed. Wait, holy shit, oh, what is that? There's no such what, fucking thing as a plane. What is that? Metal bird. Yeah, Mad Max was like, Road Warrior, they were like, oh shit. No, it was in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Remember the guy had a whirly bird or whatever? Yeah, he had a, uh, yeah, he had an airplane and they were all going to yeah. take off in it. Remember, there was not enough runway and so, yeah, 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 that's right. The he was so Australian. He was. Yeah, totally. Okay, so the plane's right. landing, so he's like, Go arrest them and bring him to me! Who is this person? 
Listen, I'm the war. Right. Uh, right. He's. I'm the war lord around here. Yeah. He's the war whore. I don't like that term. It's war lord. <laughs> so what he. <laughs> the lord of. Maybe. Lord of whore. <laughs> um, <laughs> he is the. Um, he has been trying to get planes in the air so he can win this war. And, and they're all fucked up and they don't have, you know, gas. And, but um, somebody's flying over in a plane. He's like, that's my ticket. Now, this is their idea of a totally modern plane. Yeah, look, there's no flies will hit you in the teeth because you got this mask on. You burp in there, though. It's going to stay in there. <laughs> Where can I vomit? I've been wearing this helmet for two hours. Yeah, this is his space helmet. He's got space hair. <laughs> well, he's just I'm, old. He's just old. All right. So this and it's like, you're under arrest. You know, they, they sent this bumbling idiot. And he just sort of walks all over him. And now he's leading him. Come on. I know the way. I know everyone. Let's follow space, Dad. Right. You see, that's Japanese, those high shoulders. That was a design they got from... Oh. I don't know what the word is. All right. Oh, good. They put the camera on the ground, Carl. Yeah. The cameraman was sick that day, and the <laughs> Wells was like, we're directing. We're, right. I mean, we're, we're filming. Let's... I, I quit. I quit, and I'm taking my tripod. God damn it! God damn it! All right, we've spent budget. <laughs> I spent all this money on these war signs and um, old broken signs in the background. Did you see Citizen Kane? I think this will work. I know, I know, but I'm H.G. Wells. I'm predicting the future. Right. War of the Worlds. That was a big one. So. This guy has not gone to the warlord, and he's get he's going into the professor's lab kind of thing, and now this like bumbling idiot again is like, no, no, I'm be I'm really being serious now. You you gotta come with me. Wow, look at that. That's the dome we saw. Yep. He's one man's living in. Oh, I guess oh, it's his he office. Is, he is the warlord. Yes. Now she. <laughs> yeah, back to the future too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she is smarter than him, okay? And she's like queen, you know, but not really because she's a woman and she just she's not, you know, she's not going to get a chance, but she can advise and she's saying, "Stop bullying this guy around. Do you want planes? Let's figure out what he knows, you know." He comes from a place that represents, um, what's it called? The Freemasonry of Science? Yeah, it's... It, He's a space it's mason. People trying to get civilization back together, okay? Uh-huh, well, with secret handshakes. the name, and, um... He's representing that he's going to have the warlord fall in line. Essentially, they're going to come and invade and shut him down. Clever. But I think he's a Freemason from outer space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the feds in the little car. Space. He's not from outer space. He's from the future? Did you know this comes with a wall? A wall? Still at it, eh? 
We must clean that up. What do you mean we must clean it up? All war. Who are you, I said? The law. Law and sanity. I am the law here. I said law and sanity. Where do you come from? Who are you? Wings over the world. Well, you know, you can't come into a country yeah. like this. this when did the Marvel blip happen? The five-year span? <laughs> Marvel blip? What uh, is 2007 that? to 2012. You're talking about the cima- cinematic universe? Remember the guy snapped his fingers? Hey, Carl. Oh, yeah, that was... Uh, I went to... I, I actually asked for my money back when I saw that movie. And the manager says, can I help you? I said, uh, yeah, I would like to get two tickets refunded for Avengers. Uh, and he goes, well, why, sir, you watched the entire movie? I go, uh-huh. That movie was about a guy who snapped his fingers and half the world's population disappears. Uh-huh. And my friend is still here. <laughs> I want my money back. It didn't work. Yeah, but it's not reality. Okay, I so had he's a 50-50 what? chance. <laughs> yeah, right. It depends. If you get a manager who's like, fuck this job, right? No, no, 50% of my friend would disappear. Right. Oh, okay, okay. I'm yeah, a little behind. But, that's a joke I, I never give up on. <laughs> it's just see if I have a minute to kill left. And you often do. Yeah, I come up short. I'm like... <laughs> Here's my strong joke, a little filler. Here's my strong middle, a little filler. Killer <laughs> ending. And I look, it's like a minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I better tell that other joke. So we're missing a lot of, it isn't really plot. What we're missing is blustering. So what's happening is he's like, you're mine now. I own you. You are my prisoner. You're going to help me make planes. And he's like, look, man, hey, I it's not me. I represent a whole, you know, new civilization. And if Things they know I'm here, if you, I don't go home, they're coming to get you. And who's who's in the middle? Who's Who else is there? The, the queen is there, if that's her right. real term. Seriously drinking this guy in and learning about him. Gotcha. I, I got it. My God, Star Wars prequels are more interesting. We will. Look at that. He's like letting it dangle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, he's Sorry. got some German insignia. And what it implies is that the Germans invaded the UK. But we never learned the, who's the enemy. We're in any town, Carl. Any any town, USA. This could be a town in Germany. Look how good he is acting as a kooky dictator with his wide yeah. eyes and proclamations and storming in, right? He's wearing lion skin or some bullshit. Look at him. Yeah, man. He's acting. Put his feet on the bed. I no well, hey, man. would do that. I'm a warlord. He, he needs a yacht. If he's a true warlord, you get yourself a yacht, a mega yacht. They're landlocked in every town. They're landlocked. Well, they got a crest there. He's making a lot of sense. She's advising him not to not to bully this guy. And Aerial bus driver. Oh, okay. They left me alone. I can finally do what I came here for. Well, he's sort of like in some sort of cell. Oh, I see. I got gotcha. you. They locked them up. Don't be such a dunce. 
So let me get this straight. This guy comes from another place, and he has things that things like, that. Like he comes from like uh, wherever their central base is, Nova gotcha. Scotia, Canada. I don't know. All right, I got you. Right, and they're like building a new civilization, and they're kind of doing it like I wouldn't say town to town, but like area to area. And they're coming in, and they're finding out who's the asshole warlord, and they're they're rat they're kicking the beehive, they're rattling the cages. This would be a great TV show. Every week, you go to a feudal warlord city, <laughs> yeah. just fuck right. their and shit up. And it's a, some kind of take a story on trying to, and in yeah. the end, things that come to kick your ass and take your land. Season finale, like the main, like uh, you know, best friend dies, like at the hands of the warlord. He loses his his wife, dies something. Right. You know? Oh, look at the oh. trenches again. World War One. Now we'll yeah. see that throughout. There are some predictions they make that work, others that don't. But we'll never leave machine the guns. mentality of make bigger machines or you know that kind of thing. Right. Maybe I'm a little underprepared for this one. I did see it four times. No, this is good. isn't solid. Carl, all you have to know is that there are things to come. That's it. That's <laughs> the research you need to do. <laughs> tell me about the time. Tell me about the movie. So sharp and having all the answers and blah blah blah. This is the most descriptive movie title I've ever heard. Yeah, there's things. Yeah. Now you see how those were 1936 horses, not like our modern horses. Not like our modern day horses. But don't forget, there was a war from uh, 1940 to <laughs> to the present. Yeah, but think about that. That's 40, 50, 60, 76 years. Non-stop I mean, war. Yeah, but then they, I don't know. It it's should never ending war. I wonder if you, as a filmmaker, did that. Like, just change hairstyles to something we've never seen before. Make them wear spazzy clothes. You know, like, like would that turn off an audience? Well, we, we're just waiting for this guy to finish the speech, but the camera's walking around. There's so many people in so many detailed costumes around him, you know? Yes, we will like, there's never get the end corner. of his speeches. I mean, the fire in the room is more interesting than his speech. Yeah, what kind of ventil... Oh, the dome, the right? The cracked dome? Oh, I guess the cracked dome, yeah. So, right now, it's, like, more bullying. Like, I want my fucking planes! And then they're like, well, if you want the planes, we need the professor, and we need this new uh, weirdo space guy. What a shot! Yeah, with the smoke in the background? Look at the sharp nose and the out-of-focus nose. You can visualize the 1936 movie trailer, right? There's a cut like that, and then a, yeah. a title card will come up, and it'll say, What a cast! <laughs> and then they'll have a little zippity-dippity-doo. <laughs> it's like you were there. We've yeah. seen so many of these films. I remember, like, uh, I would discover, like, a movie from the 30s has a trailer, and it's just, like, clips with, like, yeah. little, you know. So poorly you'll done. You'll laugh. This guy was modeled after Mussolini. That's what H.G. Wells did. 
Oh, did Mussolini, did H. G. Well realize that Mussolini is a weenie? <laughs> no, he bit his weenie. You, Mussolini is a weenie. Where did you did you make that up, or did you? No, there's a remember. I think it's from Life Is Hell. There's like a World War Two jingle bells, or it's like jingle bells. Hitler spells. Mussolini is a weenie. No, he bit his weenie. Mussolini oh, he bit his weenie. weenie. Yeah. Okay. And there is this one uh, joke song I I learned in the 1940s. They made a joke song against Germany because we were at war. Right. And it was like, when the Fuhrer says we is the master race, we hile, <laughs> hile <laughs> right into his face. Have you ever was heard it? Spike Jones? Yeah, I have heard yes. that. Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's J-O-N-E-S. It's funny. Okay, so this guy's like, no, I will not help you. I, I, he wants a gas and he wants airplanes. I, so it's just bullying. I don't know. It, it's even a little boring. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is at least there's a story to this. Well, is there? It's very detached, and one thing doesn't lead. To, to another, we, I don't know. Okay, H.G. Wells conceived his treatment as a new story meant to display the social and political forces possibilities. He had outlined in his 1933 book, Escape of Things to Come, a work he considered less a novel than a discussion in fictional form presented itself as notes of a 22nd century diplomat. Gotcha. Have you ever seen uh, Cloud Atlas? Yeah, horrible. But that was like past, present, and future. Yeah, well, it, that's not nice to say horrible. It wasn't horrible. Um, I think I was confusing it with Fountainhead. Oh, the Fountain, yeah, Fountainhead and uh, Cloud Atlas, two different movies. But I, yeah, I hear I'm you about that. Because yeah, I think she wrote a, a book. Ayn Rand wrote The Fountainhead, right? Right. And uh, Darren Arzowski directed a, a close to three-hour movie based uh, on it. But Which Cloud we... Atlas was a, a novel a different by a different author. And I, I attempted to read the novel like I always try to do. And I made mm -hmm. it through like at least the first chapter. But it's basically different periods of time where the same actors played different roles uh, in each time period. And they have different makeup and uh, it's and all connected, man. It. Yeah. So I can, I can see if you're not. Yeah. No, no, no. It, he's just blustering, and he'll continue to do it. This film drags its ass in the middle here. She's great. She's been either bored or interested, or that's it. And you can see behind her eyes, she's thinking. Yeah. Not Blondie here, right? Well, no, Blondie's doing her part. Just wait for him to be quiet. <laughs> Can we have a seat at the table where there's not flaming, billowing smoke behind me? <laughs> it's very hard for me to eat these oysters. Now he's railing against books. This guy is Mussolini. You could tell Wells is like, fuck you. And we shouldn't pay Wells royalties. Who's with me? Oh, what a now, terrible what? future. Queenie's out of there, and where does she go? In the to basement. the source. Yeah. 
it's it's a very civil conversation and very reasonable. She should be the warlord. Well, that's a good point. So, but isn't he like out to break uh, heads, warlord heads, and bust up shit? No, he's out. He'll do that because the job has to get done. But no, he goes to places and reasons with them, you know, and, you know, I'll cure your sickness. I will, you know, he, he brings civilization. Getting rid of the sickness will just stop the bloodless bloodshed on the streets. <laughs> the bloodless, the non-firing killing guns. Pow, pew, pew. Oh, all right. Pew. Oh, I got pewed. <laughs> oh, that's my cue to fall down. Right. See, all right, so she's bargaining. Yeah, well, she's trying to... Right now, she's not bargaining as much as she's explaining herself. Why she's, like, wants wants to learn about him and everything and you know like what he represents is a life outside these city walls and an end to poverty and nice so she's like i'm willing to deal but i don't have the power Oh, so she's bargaining with this guy. This is really interesting. Also, there's 17 steps behind her, I counted. 17 steps? Isn't that interesting? Well, it's very compulsive of you. Two, three. Four, five. Five, six. six seven, eight. Get out of the way, nine. Nine. Oh, shit. One. Oh, I was almost there. <laughs> I started to sweat because I ran out of. I'm go, you know, I could see I was going to run out of fingers to get. Thank God! Thank God there were twenty-one steps. <laughs> oh, that uh, that's an empire. I mean, the astronomical. That one, two, three, four, <laughs> four five, six, six, seven, seven eight, 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 nine, ten, eleven. Oh fuck! Oh, no. Do you count? Do you count the mezzanine as a step? I do. Yeah. Interesting. That's so interesting. This movie is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Do you count? Okay, he says, He's so drunk. you've come for a diplomatic mission, have you? Parlay. Parlay. Look how he's staggering a little drunk, and he's still Mussolini. He's got the trench breath. Trench breath. That's right. There you go. Trench mouth. All right. Yeah. Anyway, look. This I don't ends think, today. I don't think this is. This is a good man. I mean, it's just. You know, I I appreciate that that they're going for it. They're going for broke. Cause there's been Nostradamus movies. Maybe I could find it on YouTube. But there was one from the '80s, early '80s. Nostradamus predicts, and I think Orson Welles hosted it. Okay. And they had someone play Nostradamus, and at the end, it's like, there's going to be a war, and if, you know, you happen to be in New York City during the month of September, stay stay clear. You know? Stay inside. Yeah, stay inside. Get in go, the basement. Go, yeah, go to New Jersey. Just say it. 
but it was like a. Is it a, is it a full length movie? Yeah, it is. It was like Nostradamus says, or something like that, or like in okay. the wake. It was there was these popular books, and I guess this is the the template, the things to come, where it'd be like, oh, what was it, the Chariots of the Gods? Do you remember, I remember the that? Yeah. Mm. The, and Nostradamus had his predictions. The movie 2012 uh, with John Cusack was based on right. Nostradamus' prediction that that was the year the world would end. Wait, I thought that was the Aztec calendar. Well, I think but he ripped off and never gave him credit. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's the Aztec calendar. Look how he's helping him fix the planes now. He knows how to work a wrench and shit. There's a lot of money invested in all this stuff, like the bayonets and <laughs> this mechanical stuff. You think this coon skin cap came off a coon? Raccoon. They like go, yeah, they must have like eating raccoon meat. Or he must have just got it at the Dizzy store that was destroyed in 1952. Six. <laughs> the Davy Crockett hats. Look at this. We are barnstorming. Too bad the bars are a piece of shit. Oh my goodness, they've done it. We've got a working plane. We do. Next up is the dance on the wings for the audience below. <laughs> Ooh. Look, All yeah, right. What year is yeah. this now? No, this is the civilized people. It's Interesting. Still... Look at yeah, how advanced technology. Soundless but recording, noiseless you recording. See how it is just like their idea would be what we have today, but like souped up bigger and better. Right. It's, you know, they're on that stepladder. It's junk displayer. So he's the, the head leader. Well, they're like, guess what? Uh, you know what's his face didn't check in just like the guy was threatening to the to the mussolini <laughs> um posters in the main okay so this is about, like, H.G. Wells' degree of control over the project. Like, it's unprecedented for a screenwriter. Like, posters in the main title build the film as H.G. Wells' Things to Come with an Alexander Corda production appearing smaller. So the, the production company itself was littled to his name. He was the famous name. Wells had no control over the finished product, really. It's just... Uh, there were many scenes shot and truncated, like he was all over its production. Got hostages? Better than shoot them anyway. Is that Chef Harding? Of course. He can't tell us what to do against this gas. I had to pull his arm off and knock Okay, his so futuristic costumes worn by citizens of every town. With the rigid shoulder extensions were patterned after Keitaginu shoulder cloth of the Japanese samurai. This film's released uh, in the U.S. 1947. 
that's a long time after, it would be a double bill with another H.G. Wells-inspired film. <clears throat> now, what they're loading here is called Happy Gas. Now, what they're loading up here on the plane, Mike, it's Happy Gas. It's the opposite of that World War II evil gas that'll kill you. This is peace gas. Right. This is peace gas. Okay, so that's H.G. Wells' way. The left is right then. Right is wrong. So Mussolini's blustering and says, get in your planes. Let's go. Let so now they're going to fight whoever the enemy is. Okay. Which are those future guys that are going to crush No, them? no. Not the future guys. Like the other warlords. Gotcha. It's like feudal Europe kind of thing. You know, they know these guys have the edge because the other feudal warlords may not realize future guys are going to get them. They got gas? What sort of gas? I know nothing about gas. Tell us about these masks, anyway. Uh, how quaint. A 1970 gas mask. <laughs> blustering, blustering! I know. Why do I feel like I'm in Springfield from The Simpsons? Oh, look at that. Yeah. It's modern. That is a very modern model. It's available at FAO Sports, uh, second floor. You know it's a real shot because it's going through clouds. You can't fake that. Oh, I know. And the string was like, it looked like it was dangling and not hovering over it. See, H.G. Wells predicted in the future string technology. Right. In the future, <laughs> model uh, planes will uh, represent real planes in movies. <laughs> Did you see how the dials were big, like barometer and clock right. right so it's like if we saw it today it would be like some sort of float screen with little boxes and you well, know like, like those weird uh real real to real computer database machines that are <laughs> whoop, 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 that spin around <laughs> they were in the future they sure were buddy <laughs> what is this come the rave against so we're gonna have this long sequence now right. it's so 1936 because they're gonna deploy by parachute you know it's just aren't you supposed to say like wow this is great imagery the black and white and the clouds yes. and, mm -hmm. and the no you're right it's fun and it's but you know, it's the yeah. No, I'm just trying to... It's a comedy show. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Propellers. All this movie is missing is uh, The Rock as Black Adam. Like, if he came... <laughs> Perfect. He would... Yeah. That's the opposite of practical effects. A movie like Black Adam, where everything is possible, so anything happens because everything right. is just CGI. That's right. Everything is CGI, so you can do anything. I, you know, we've come a long way, like you and me, buddy. I mean, from what yeah. we can see. I remember the first time I ever saw, there was, you know, it's a practical effects world, right? I'm watching TV, and there's this Budweiser truck, and it morphs into a sports car, a Budweiser-logoed sports car. I just, I 
you know, like fell back on my chair. I mean, like, how can you, what kind of sorcery and magic do these people possess? You know, it was like one of the first computer graphic things I ever saw that like tricked me and I believed it. Right, sure. I remember going to see Terminator 2 and the guy morphed into, you know, he, he turned into liquid and like, what? Yeah. What kind that of was, world? I, I, I felt that with the, a little with the abyss too. Like that was just pretty nuts. Yeah. There's, there's some movies now that I see and I'm just amazed by this, how the special effects work and like uh, stuff I've never seen. But for the most part, like all this is just practical. They really had to build this with the smoke and the extras. Right. They really did every now. The, there's only one person that the gas kills, and it's Mussolini, warlord. Yeah. Oh look, long live the chief. Long He's live. No, that's chef. That says chef. Oh, long He's chef. Very popular. Yeah, I mean, well, there wasn't a lot of food around, and this guy could work miracles. They never really got newer newer episodes of South Park, so they really were fans of the chef. <laughs> they just didn't know. Oh, true. <laughs> look, look it, it's so... They didn't predict anything here. Oh, no, this is what we do. We walk out of a diner and jump out of an airplane. <laughs> Art Deco, we jump out of an Art Deco plane. Art Deco, that's right. Yeah. I don't know if it's literally right, but I mean... It looks more Space Invaders, I guess. Maybe they predicted the Space Invaders. Okay, everyone, stand still. We don't have CGI, so you have to be in the shot, and you have to lay still. We don't have CGI. Here they are! They're tied up for the last 10 minutes, so we got the sun right. Let me feel your head. <laughs> Let me take your pulse. Oh, I'll put my arm around you. Hello! Hey, I'm free. Hello, comrades! Are they new people wearing the suits? or It's the people from Future Land, you know, from Civilization yeah. World. Ah, pity the poor ch chef. Look at him laying the... Man. His kind will never learn. Looks like great. Oh, everyone's like, "What? Is it lunch yet? Is the commissary open?" I feel great. Craft services is here. Hello. Uh, I was promised a toy if I return a gun. <laughs> Everyone, get up now. You have your toys. All right, now here oh, yeah. we have the official council, and we're gonna have his vision of the project. This, this is at an Apple store. Right. Now, let's listen to his All right. proclamations of the world to come. It's going to take forever. They got the last warlord. Yeah. Warlord. That's what it is. Wings Over the World is the name of their organization. So it's over. So, Wow. Wings over the world. Wow. Or, uh, what is what? 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 Uh, <laughs> Wings uh, over the world. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. 
<laughs> it was the great wow was perfect for marketing can you so just call it rings over world can you just no, call it, it has to be the world god damn it our acronym okay so now civilization will come to every town and what that means is industry so we get models they make models but they're mining the lands finally they're stripping the earth at last what they're going to do is they're going to, yeah, they're going to take these raw materials and turn them into a beautiful every town. Now, look at this 1936. Right. Why would this, you need a piece, a plank of wood? I like the long <laughs> staircase that that device had. This is uh, like the the peacetime workings. Right. No longer we see tanks and airplanes. Exactly. We're seeing gas that turns the rock into mush or something so is this a thing that came or went the hand musher look at that i don't think we have that yet whoa that was practical we okay <laughs> so practical. my friend is trying to patent a a, a wheel musher what would you say a hand wish yeah like know? a hand oh i guess it's one of those cranes <laughs> but um it's a long process. He's got patent pending. Oh, I see. This looks like the Matrix a little. Oh, inside, like Zion? Yeah. Those uh, creepy... Yeah, they come out and they, like, attack your real life. You, you're not even in the Matrix when they attack you. Right, you're in the real life. This is off limits. This, you have to have some boundaries, machines. We'll fight you in the... Yeah. You built a, a battle, a war, war, war world. You know, I hate you fucks, but I got to admit, this is the greatest game ever. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to get a lot of montage. A lot of montage. We are going to no get problem. so I'm, much montage. We're I have my turbine. Turbine, yeah. I have my best of 80s electropop uh, uh, <laughs> soundtrack. This would be perfect for it. Yeah, right? The live so fast. <laughs> yeah, we're just missing Giorgio Marauder. Okay, I'll take the stairs, the ladder. You were just going to see montage of montage. stairs and ladders and. Now you saw Metropolis, right? I have seen Metropolis, which is one of the public domain movies this year. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, 1927. Before filming started, author H.G. Wells told everyone who'd fucking listen how much he hated Fritz Lang's film Metropolis, 1927, and how he wanted them to do the opposite of what Lang, who he called Lang, uh, and his yeah. crew had done. H.G., listen, you know my name is Henry. He asked uh, director William Cameron Men Menzies to avoid pattering the, pattering the film after Langs. Uh, Menzies nonetheless drew, drew a great deal of inspiration from it, and he admitted this lengthy montage depicting the what we're watching wow, right now. Yeah, look at that. That's crazy. He says it owes a huge debt to that 1927 film. To be fair, this is like halfway during the film. We saw like civilization crumble and become warlords, right? And uh, you know, then we see what the, the future reason is. technology. Do you remember the uh, SNL bit where uh, Bill Bill Clinton is trying to get votes, and it's Phil Hartman and he's in a McDonald's? 
Uh-huh. And he's fighting, he's fighting uh, warlords, so a guy, and he's using the fries. He's like, I see a note already. He takes the chicken nugget. Like, warlords. I always say that. It's a good bit. I need to, I need, please send me a sure. link. Here you go. Uh, sure. Do you have a Peacock account? Then you're fucked. <laughs> you're not. Now, is this interesting? Music recorded at the Scala Theatre, Charlotte Street, London, England, which is also the where the final performance of the Beatles' A Hard Day's Night was shot. Is that interesting? Yeah, I guess so. I think I saw that movie. I saw that movie. I, I, yeah, I remember the scene. Uh, Alexander, used... you do remember the scene? Yeah, this is when they were in that weird warehouse. No, I guess not. I don't. I I just. Can't. I know a hard day's night, but I just. You don't remember when they walked through this factory? No, it's a studio. It's a studio. Gotcha. All right. Well, I thought it was like leftover sets. Music recorded at the Scala Theater, so it's a theater. I'm not at the top of my game this show. Oh, it's fine. Thank is, this you. This is more educational. We're learning about things to come. Yeah, I'm feeling yeah. for the poor audience. So that automated we're building a house is actually very... Okay, here we go. Sorry. So we're, this is 10 more years. 2036. 2036. All right, yeah. so 13 more years. Right, and all the people we saw before won't be there anymore. And that's why I don't... One of the reasons I don't like this film. But we'll see that descendant again of our family is Mussolini's descendant you guys killed my Mussolini dad wow look at this 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 is pretty metropolis those tubes are terrible man it breaks down you're fucked now I was wondering to myself is that like the tube we use to send messages in office buildings oh right those or like when you go to the bank uh, teller. Right. The drive-through. So that was something that business used to do when films were black and white. So maybe. Right. Okay. Now, we've got this modern world in this technology world. So what's this guy right here? He's going to be our new bad guy. And his name is Theopolis. Ooh. So. And, yeah. He will bluster about how fucked up all this technology is and we need to go back to just being people the good old days all right we got you stop holding up the wall <laughs> you're holding it up from <coughs> the day the, you're right so the dike sprung a leak and <laughs> right yeah it's like a bigger yeah he was on duty it's a, your civic duty if you live in the town. You you know. Well, you know he kind of screwed up. They're like, no, your finger, stick your finger in this. He's like, finger. oh, I'm so embarrassed. So, like, um, <laughs> that would be a good bit, man. Like the guy, <laughs> it's your shift at the dike, and like right. to the <laughs> left, you plug a hole to the right, and then right by your crotch, a hole pops, and you're like, what am I gonna do? You plug the hole. Yeah. Um, right of your life. <laughs> okay so, so look how every town has changed it's totally yeah. a shopping mall with those two yeah 
There's the movie house. There's the massage. There's Logan Five. There's Jessica Seven. Right. Hi, I represent how children are the same forever. And now we're going to get like, that's why I don't like this film. Some totally new guy and he's the old wise. He's going to just talk to his daughter and look, they're looking at New York. In New York in 1925 is so funny. Yes, it was before Thanos snuffed his fingers and here we are today. She's but Daddy, how did he survive without yeah. without anti dye machines? Daddy, why is there a TV channel of old buildings? Yeah, look at the flat screen TV. They predicted that. I guess that's what the internet wants to look. How modern it is! You can yeah. see right through the seat. Well, they predicted television. Television was around by that point. Thirty six. Yes, it was, but of course, it was the cathode ray, so it right. was a curved. You know, glass. I mean, th there was a tube, and there's nothing flat screen. You need you have all all chairs are translucent. Yeah, that's right. In the future, so I can see your ass, honey. <laughs> <laughs> when you sit down, you freaky girls, they'll see your ass. I made a new chair. Did you fart? No, it wasn't me. I don't know. I kind of, kind of see little Steve. Little, <laughs> little do. <laughs> There's a little, yeah, it was a little moisture. <laughs> like the glass clouded up. Okay, all right. I will never sit on a translucent chair just for that. See, I got her little 1930s dolly. Right. Well, those are evergreen. So what else is on TV? Can I change the channel? No. Yeah, really, please. You finally have a TV. Daddy wants Great. to watch the stories. Okay, so in general, this movie was extremely well received by British critics. At the box office, however, it was a disaster, failing to oh. garner large audiences after its profitable first week in cinemas. You see, it blew up the first week. Everyone right. was so into it. And then, and then bad word of mouth. Done that. People were at the water cooler that Monday, and they're like, did you see that stinker things that come? <laughs> stinker, huh? I was going to take my sweetheart. <laughs> uh, actually, sweethearts, my candy box. I bring my own candy. Uh, the movie drew huge audiences upon its opening in New York City. Advertisements for this movie mentioned that large crowds continually flocked to the New York City's Rivoli Theater from 9.30 a.m. on opening day until the ad went to press four days later. The initial oh. interest in the movie wore off. Look at this phone, this video phone, video call. Well, he's he's watching a broadcast. Theopolis is, like, going to... It's not like a phone. It's like a t little TV. They don't have like a glass tray to put your uh, keyboard underneath the desk, you know, <laughs> and then like a glass uh, cabinet where you can put your uh, computer box. Look how they're not wearing pants. He's got his legs. I know. He's been crossing his legs the whole time. Well, we you don't want. Oh, to he's wearing safety shorts. 
Strike a pose. <laughs> There's nothing to it. Jump. Come on, Superman, jump. Yeah, right, with his cape. His cape. At least they're, like, doing clothes that look different, at least. Not the right. hairstyles, but... They're close to his croc. <laughs> they got crocs. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else has, like, normal shoes. Oh, oh two-way radio. Tracy. Come in, Dick Tracy. So this has to be half matted. Like, they have to... I don't think they had all those people there at once. So what is going to happen now is we're going to have the people who are trying to, um, you know, they're just, they're in charge of the technology. And one of the things they're doing is they're going to send a spacecraft to the moon. Now, it's not going to land on the moon. It's just going to go around the moon, just like right. we did. And this has no idea what we did. And but, the animal in the the animal is going to be in that satellite orbiting around? No, it will be two people. As a matter of fact, they're both of the daughters. Uh, we'll see. Okay, so then um, there's Theopolis, who doesn't want it, and he wants the launch stopped, okay, because he's against technology. Now, what's interesting is they don't do a rocket. They do a space gun. They're okay. just going to Oh, shoot you like a bullet to the moon. Okay, that's kind of cool. So they, you have like a cartridge, like a a bullet spaceship, and then you just yes, you, yeah. It's it's a mega mega cannon kind of looking thing, and uh, you know humans are in a capsule that gets put in like a, as if you're stuffing a musket. They and really then, did that. They hey. spent so much money to build a space rocket, a cannon. <laughs> And do they it made once. a space gun. They made a space gun. How, do you, does it look like they've used it before? No, it's <laughs> the first time, right? It wasn't smoking. I'm saying, like, it's one of those one-item kitchen uh, accessories you don't need. Like, you know, does it mash potatoes at least? <laughs> yeah, just no, no, it shoots, a, it shoots a bullet ship out in space. Now, look, here is Theopolis, and he's being projected as, you know, larger than life here. It is kind of cool how throughout the years they use different technologies. There's so look, the phone. there he is in the studio, and you see the iPhone there? Yeah, iPad. the iPhone. Yeah. So This guy has the Zoom. Yeah, he's watching the iPhone, too. That it's, man is being heard by millions of people. Let's hope they don't heed his, you know. But they will, and they'll, like, riot sure. to go kill the space gun. So their plot is... Let's shoot the fucker right now. Let's just Let's shoot it. We do it now. Any questions? Yes, what are you wearing? How do we know the gun's pointed the right way? And what Wait, what if they overshot? They're going to shoot them around the moon? The, the moon? Yeah, you see, they're going to... Yeah, they're going to shoot Gravity's them around like, the moon. They'll do like a... Slingshot them. Swing. No, but yeah. seriously, that's what we did. We didn't uh, build a cannon. Uh, no, we didn't. We just, but I'm saying the first time we went to the moon, we didn't land. We slingshot. Right. Uh, perhaps ignoring the fiction part of the science fiction movie, scientific contemporaries criticized it on scientific and technical grounds. The Journal of British Interplanetary Society insisted that 
The space travel depicted was unfeasible as a space gun used to launch these two citizens into space would require greater force than the human body could strain. The space gun moved opposite to the physics action. Well, I'll say that part when we get there. Like, the way they do it in the movie, they sort of cock the gun and let it go, like, as if you were pulling back a slingshot. Sure. And it ricochets... Out yeah. of the Earth's and into the outer stratosphere. But they're saying that the way the gun fires doesn't... Okay, I'm going to read it. The space gun moved opposite to how physics action-reaction explain, explains the system would behave if there was such a thing as a giant gun launcher. The movie depicts the barrel moving downward against its base, then slowly moving upwards like it's spitting out the rocket ship. If taken literally, that amount of barrel travel at such a slow rate would not move the ship out of the barrel. A ship launched by explosive effect out of a gun would have the barrel moving downward, downward simultaneously. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. There's recoil, buddy. Right. This, they didn't do it. They pulled it back like a slingshot right. and shot. Instead and of, it, like, shooting in it, bounces. Yeah, like... Recoil. And there's no sonic boom around this shopping mall that, like, breaks uh, the, all these tubes and shit like that. Doesn't it look like Ro Logan's run? Uh, no, there's no, there's no repercussion. They're doing the fucking space gun, Theopolis! Hey, are there even any stores in this mall? They, they no. obviously don't have wallets or pockets. They don't have money. They, they, everything, if you're hungry, you can be fed. Right. Need now, a seat? Let me get some Lucite. Look, what we got here is the naysayer again. Ah, war, you know. He's the same guy in his, in his uh, pantyhose here. And he's saying, you kids shouldn't fly into space. It's dangerous. That's going to be his whole message. I don't like this. Hello. Are, did you turn the sound off again? Maybe. <laughs> I wanted to hear what you had to say. Okay, never mind me. Because it tormented people in vain. It didn't kill people who were prepared for death. Because it was an ugly spectacle of waste. An ugly spectacle of waste. There's nothing wrong in suffering if you suffer for a purpose. Our revolution exactly. is That's what my wife says. Right. And stop worrying here, you fuck. But it's for a purpose, these children. Oh, shut up, child. The gun's in oh, urgent danger? Oh, here we go. It's a family drama. What's that rumble wumble noise? There's a riot at the food court. <laughs> oh, it's Rock Against Vito's. Wow. Yeah, what's, what are they doing? They're going to climb that? They're going to knock it over? 
Uh, I don't really know. That's not the space gun. Uh, the space gun's sort of like out in the field on its own, you know, right. sort of like, uh, sort of looks like Arizona desert kind of place. And they're all going to flock there. So I think they're just getting rallied right now. It must be the Arizona desert because they're all wearing shorts or like short shorts. The dude on the right, the guy talking right now, yeah. he has great legs. Take him out, see? <laughs> yeah, they are really yeah. great legs. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know, which rem yeah. reminds me. I'm, I was I'm in a heterosexual... All right. Oh, well, I... Sorry, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, you first. <laughs> it reminds me I was going to have chicken tonight. Go ahead. <laughs> what is that white? That's dark meat. That's dark meat. Uh, no, I was just saying, like, in a heterosexual way, I think his legs are pretty sexy. You, you, you've Look, researched this movie? Ooh, a uh, helicopter. Oh. There was no such thing. So this is the one thing. I mean, because flat screen TVs, come on. Did he just do, man do, the TV that's flat? That's all. They're on the... Sorry, I'm singing the theme to MASH. Go ahead. Now, everyone can... <laughs> that's not the theme to MASH. You said I, do, I believe do, it is. Do, do. All right, let's hear it. Do, 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 do. Coming up next, bash, another bash. Do, 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 do. All right, I don't know the song. Do, 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 do. That's what you say. I shall return. It goes dun, 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 dun. Right? Okay, there is Space Gun. There's the Space Gun. Yes, and it's intimidating. And when I look at Space Gun, I feel manly. Do you? I, I don't know. I feel really defensive about that. You know, like it they must have threatening gun. Yeah, if they do shoot it off, there's going to be like birds dropping out of the sky and like <laughs> oh, cows being knocked at tipped. It's terrible. Okay, so there, the, there was no fucking chopper. So, I mean, sure, Leonardo da Vinci had drawn it, so maybe it came from somewhere, but, you know, the concept. Sure. But we, they, they didn't have choppers, so that thing blew people's minds. And this is the first helipad at a uh, casino. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. Yes, your room is ready, Mr. Lipschwartz. <laughs> It's future tyrant, future warlord. Okay, so now they're gonna like a stuff in a musket. <laughs> they're gonna okay. They're gonna get into this capsule and then it's gonna get stuffed down the the gun. Star Trek. He, they predicted Star Trek. Right. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, yeah. I, th I guess I, those are cool, that glass elevators. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, talk about like 80s, I guess, and 70s uh, hotel architecture. But you go up and you can look down at the lobby before you get to your room, <laughs> before you get vertigo coming out this of there. Is a, yeah, that's what I... High anxiety, remember high that? Anxiety. Well, that's, that's the famous San Francisco hotel that has... Uh, those glass elevators, and you you go up in the actual, you know the the uh when you go outside your room. Okay, it's a lobby. Okay, 
it's all balcony, so it's all real when you go up to your room. So it's scary. Ah, you were scared? I you was really? a little. I had okay. the hotel heebie-jeebies. <laughs> I had to call the hotel detective. I thought that was a hotel ghost. <laughs> you know, the usual. And then once up, I was living in the hotel. Um, it was so funny because he was scared of heights. So the doctor just diagnosed him with high anxiety. It's so stupid. Yeah. I know, right? I like that movie, though. Now, that's a dumb, dumb bullet because this is dumb. All right, so they're going to load the dumb, dumb bullet. <laughs> they don't have a bottom chamber or anything? They have to stick it up there? It's a cannon. I got you. Okay, so here comes the crowds. And through some method of technology, Theopolis will get to speak to our hero as if they're standing next to her. Look, you see that sort of microphone thing he's holding? Maybe that's the explanation. So they could talk over a ravine. Turn it on again. This is basically HQL starting off, you know. Which might be more fun to read. To go? We They don't want this exposition? Right, they don't. He wants to sh shut down technology. Are they are they anti ludites or ludites? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> What's a ludite? There was some dude who was like he hated technology and people were like, No, you gotta like technology. So this is a phrase like anti ludite and ludite for them. All right. Okay, finally. so he's yeah, they're ludites. They're against technology. Did I say it backwards? I don't know. And this is the second time I've had this conversation, so I'm an idiot. Okay. The right. um, the script or film treatment and selected production notes were published as a book uh, in wow. 35, reprinted in 40 and 75. Um, an academic edition annotated by blah, blah, blah was published in 2007. The script contains many scenes that were either never filmed or no longer oh. exist, although the exitant footage... Uh, also includes scenes not in the published script. So they he wrote stuff they didn't shoot, and they right. shot stuff he didn't write. But this is all grand-scale stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, we we saw war. Look at this. This has to be, like, maybe some matte paintings or whatever, but or models, but it, it's really cool. A lot of the art. The art design guy was, like, the brother of the producer. Oh, I was going to say, his name was Wells. I saw that in the credit. No, no. Do you know uh, the, time, the Time Machine, one of the most recent versions, was directed by the grandson of H.C. Uh, Wells? Oh, yeah, I think I did hear that. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, the Guy Pierce version. Now, this director, uh, I haven't really talked about him, but he did some... He did... Okay, this guy was really a production design person, and it was... He created the job title production designer. Look, you see wow. how it, yeah, it yeah. didn't recoil, it spat. Well, I can't hear you from the explosion. Meanwhile, in outer space, 
a new neighbor joins us. Yeah. As Space Bullet 1 approaches our atmosphere. Now this so, is um this is our big end. Really? In, yeah, in which it's going to be like what shall become of us? What path will we choose? Destroying technology or embracing it? It's it's a it's a wrap up to uh I don't know. See, they didn't start out the film asking that question. This film wasn't done well. It wouldn't be fair if the people, their ancestors, asked that question, and the film ends with their, you know, future uh, guys asking the same question. Same question. Yeah. You got to listen now. It's public domain, Mike. It's public domain. All right, conquest against conquest. My own conquest. This is the whole pontificating, all this whole movie. Yeah, now, this movie, unfortunately, it starts at the beginning and goes to the end. There isn't a thematic... Uh, let's, there isn't let's, a through line. Think, yeah, there's no through line. I think this movie just likes the sound of its own voice. Yeah, yeah. Here comes our big end. He's like, we're just animals. Little animals. If we're no more than animals, we uh. just snatch each little scrap of happiness and live and suffer and pass. But, but, no more than all the other animals do I have them. But, uh, yeah. And there's a big but. Now he looks up when he says the but. So are we going to be animals or are we going to be a man? He's still talking. Which shall it be? <laughs> oh, is this the end? The astral yeah, music? You see how you had to ask, is this the end? Because the Well, it was. Yes, it was the end. Because the film doesn't take us, it doesn't give us a story, it doesn't start with the beginning, have a middle act, and go, this film sucks. It looks nice. I'm sorry, I'm waiting for the court. So you do not like this movie? No, I, I think this movie was poorly done. I think it's extremely interesting. Yeah. I mean, there's some great graphics and great imagery and the fact that the use of extras and you yeah. always hear about film history and how they spend so much money on on the scenery, and you see it. You definitely see, like, every penny spent uh, on yes. screen. But there's no th through line, as you say. Like, it's right. nothing. Christian knows, like, a lot of generational movies like this, like Cloud Atlas or something abstract like that, they they have a reason for it. And his reason yeah, is that war is bad. At, it's a good example, Cloud Atlas, because there was a story there, and these these different time periods related to each other. Right, and they were. it was about war. I mean, a lot of it was about war. You know, and the future was the effect of war. All right, yeah. <laughs> I, was people. That, I remember that scene. He was in the nut house and he just yeah. walked. <clears throat> oh, I got to check that movie out. I got to try to pretend to read that book again. Oh, you haven't seen that film? Tom Hanks' Oh, I have. Film. No, I, ha I have. Yeah, I, I, I seen it once. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. It was of its time, I guess. Carl, wow. Things to come. God, next left. Movie. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, it's about a Fantastic Four convention. Things to come. Ah. Yeah. All right. I should have used that joke during the movie. Carl, the movie's over, and we are going to be back next week with a brand new movie. I should ask you. I texted you an interesting film called The Lathe of Heaven. Oh, all right. The Lathe of Heaven. (laughs) All right. Carl, we'll be watching Lathe of Heaven next week on Mutiny Radio, as we are on every Sunday at 2 p.m. See you next week. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Friend. I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and lace champagne tickles my nose. And I love to paint outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the <laughs> duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with mighty hips. These hips are magic hips. I have known them to put a spell on a man and spin him like a top.
car And he's a hippie now, they say
swinging and key. Get your knees, start to grumping, get your heart, start to jumping. It's a soulful tune. Go ahead and sing your tune. Woke up this morning with not a worry on my mind. I got out and then worked and I was just so tired, so tired this evening. Listen to the music, listen to the song, got a soul for two. Get your knees, start to jump, your back start to jump, your heart start to pump it, head start to pound. It's a soul for two. It will make you dance. kids we should sit around the table you know and uh, for lack of anything to do we should make up little games and one of the little games that we made up which is uh just when my mother went out of the room she didn't like us doing this thing which was called mm -mm -mm. and mm -mm -mm goes like this Can't <laughs> 